When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Man, oh man, oh man. How are we good, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. My guest today co-host of ESPNU's Full Ride, the show pony, Chris Childers. We're going to be talking to Chris in just a sec. We're doing a nasty nine with him. That's nine questions and with some luck, nine answers. But first, time for the Waterhouse Update, brought to you by Wheels on Meals. Meals that are run over and then delivered right to your door. America's pastime. No, not trying to break TikTok with your secret cooking hack. Baseball, Milwaukee, like a cat who smells sushi on your pants. They just keep coming at you. Giants and Dodgers playing with the confidence of a black guy in a porn film. The Mets are that state farm ad with Jake and that weird-eyed bride. They're tired and done. Yankees, like a motorcycle cop, one short of his quota, they just keep coming at you. That wrap-up sponsored by Zigzag Zit Cream. Your zits will never see it coming. NFL, Jordan Love takes all the Packers preseason snaps, while Aaron Rodgers leads Milwaukee's first Bikram hot yoga class. Detroit coach Dan Campbell now powering the lights at Ford Field with his own rage. That item's Sponsored by Sliver City, the lumberyard that's in a hurry. College football week one, SCC, sold out, no mask mandates, but they will be serving Long Island iced horse deworming tea. Big Ten Pac-12 ACC Alliance announces their next move, 30% off at Shoney's when you flash your Alliance card. Match that, Nick Saban. And finally, this week in sports history, the date, 1894. The place, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The Phillies, Billy Hamilton, steals seven bases in one game. The last three at gunpoint. This Waterhouse Update sponsored by Haymakers Mark. The whiskey that will straight up knock you out. Now, finally, it's talk time, my guest today. He's created a whole new way to host sports radio while simultaneously... Handy Rick Neuheisel, a second career on a silver platter, although there's an argument that can be made for the reverse. From ESPNU's Full Ride, the incredible Chris Childers. Chris, how are you this morning? I am unbelievably well. It is opening week of college football. How are you, sir? I'm fine. Uh, now, you just you just stepped out of the booth with the amazing Rick Neuheisel, so you have to shake off all the brains and regroove into a Chet Waterhouse podcast. It's it is different. a lot of brains with him, too. He's just, he's another level. 
of thinking and, and yeah. mind use than I am. Like I'm just a run of the mill dope. You know what I mean? Like I just kind of show up and I have no ability <laughs> to manage anything. I can't manage myself. Can't manage my money. Can't manage anything. This guy just kind of cruises through life and it all kind of works yeah. for him. So yeah, it kind of, I just got to cleanse myself from him and period. Yeah. Like, yeah. Period. Just for a few minutes, kind of go shower, uh, get get kind of the rich snob off me, if you will. Well, you, you know, in your defense, uh, uh, the show without you makes zero sense. Question number one in the nasty nine. Big 12, Pac-12, ACC Alliance. Chris, is this all about future TV rights? And if so, why would you show your hand when the casino isn't even open yet? You're knocking on the door. I mean, you know, what's going on here? Because you have a lot of people that don't know what the hell they're doing. I mean, think about the leaders that have come together. The Pac-12, George Kleofkoff was in Vegas. I mean, he's hanging out with showgirls and, and, uh, you know, Cirque du Soleil performers and all that. That's what he comes from. The new commissioner of the Big Ten, Kevin Warren's been there a year. And he's not exactly well thought of and loved. Right. I like him, but he's not getting a lot of uh, love from from his constituency base. And then you've got Jim Phillips, who's the former Northwestern AD, who's now the commissioner of the ACC. They've never done anything before. Yeah. I don't think Jim Delaney, who's the old commissioner of the Big Ten, who had a big power stick, huge power stick. This guy was the inventor of the Big Ten network, which has pretty much been an ATM for the Big Ten. There's no way we have an alliance like this with Jim Delaney or John Swafford. Larry Scott might have wanted to have it. The old Pac-12 commissioner, much like the new one, George Klyovkov. This was Klyovkov's idea. He sees he's irrelevant out there. Nobody cares. You saw the UCLA game. It was a capacity crowd of 20 people. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. They took social distancing to the next level. Yeah. I mean, you had like 600 feet. Between people, it was unbelievable as opposed to six. That was UCLA football. That's the Pac-12. Nobody cares. And yet they were the one going to the ACC with Clemson and Ohio State's Big Ten in Michigan and said, let's do this. Let's come together. And the funny thing is they had a press conference that got nothing accomplished. They didn't tell us anything. It was like a Seinfeld episode. I think Jim Delaney would have called this more accurately lunch with the other two guys yeah sponsored incidentally by nick saban cadillac subaru you're getting a car whether you like it or not at nick saban cadillac subaru question number two brett bielema's a line i looking pretty good and bielema was much quieter uh wasn't all lip lippian but you know wasn't throwing out the usual brett bielema bon mats could they be trouble in the Big Ten West? They look fundamentally sound to me. I don't think they're going to be trouble, but I think they're a bowl team. And so that's a huge step for Illinois. They're not going to beat the Wisconsins of the world. They're not going to beat you know Iowa, but they can beat other teams in that league, and they can knock off a few teams that maybe you didn't think they could. And certainly if they handle their non-conference and they got an interesting game coming up against UT San Antonio this weekend, which is a good team from Conference USA, that's a little bit scary of a letdown opportunity after the uh, win against Nebraska. Defensively, they looked wonderful. They got pressure on Adrian Martinez consistently. On offense, now they're down to their backup quarterback. The good news is the backup was the former starter at Rutgers, so he's played in this league, and Art Satowski. Um, They're physical. 
And Brett Bielema fits, man. He's from Illinois. He went to Iowa. He coached at Wisconsin. Arkansas, he does not fit. He fits as much at Fayetteville as I do. I can't even imagine trying to exist in Fayetteville, Arkansas. (laughs) I've been there. A lovely place to visit. Great restaurant (laughs) called the Catfish Hole with incredible hush puppies. I think they put drugs in them because they're so addicting. But we don't fit. We don't sound like those people. We don't think like those people. We don't look like those people. We're from Illinois. Brett Bielema is a man who embodies the spirit of Midwestern football. He knows the Wisconsin system, the Barry Alvarez way, the development of the walk-on. He'll do it at Illinois. If they're not a factor this year, they will be eventually. But I think six wins in a bowl game would be great for them in year one. Well, they could be trouble uh, uh, against Wisconsin at Illinois. They're going to be seeking revenge after getting spanked pretty hard last year, first game of the season, uh, even though uh, COVID, uh, COVID messed up last year. Uh, and uh, Bielema looks like he's not only ingested uh, Lovey Smith's uh, knowledge, he may have ingested Lovey Smith. He is huge. <laughs> Sponsored, incidentally, by Holland Oats. Oats from Holland. Question number three, Chris Childers from ESPN Useful, right? At CC, they're going to add Texas and Oklahoma. Don't they need another (laughs) Vanderbilt to balance the GPA, to keep it somewhere near two? Vanderbilt is the saving grace. That's the only reason Vanderbilt gets to stay in the league. I mean, their (laughs) football, I live by their football stadium. I'm like a mile and a half away. It's terrible. It's got like vinyl siding on the outside. It's it's musty and icky and <laughs> like it's just bad. Like you gotta like pee on the floor there. It's it's weird. They got um, a neon sign and the yes. the the LT is blinking on and off. Doesn't stay on all the time. It's like got a vacancy <laughs> sign that's glowing. Like that's Vanderbilt. The academics is why they get to stay in the league, right? It's the yeah. fact that they bring up the GPA. Um, they don't need another Vanderbilt. They're just gonna keep stockpiling really good football teams that's what they're going to do because this is about making money right now they're making a lot of money they're going to be making a sick sick ton of money when it comes to renegotiating tv rights with oklahoma and texas i think it's going to be with 16 teams somewhere in the ballpark of 90 million dollars per school per school when does it level off for them though there has to be i don't know point and it might be this although oklahoma will remain competitive uh, but Missouri had a had a, a brief smell of success in the SEC, and now they're really? just they're they're down. Uh, Texas A and M coming up, but you know Texas could be in trouble in the SEC. Uh, you know, if they add too many teams, they're still going to get a lot of teams that are finishing ninth or lower in the conference, and at some point, they're not going to be that uh, that good looking. It is amazing to me. We think about Texas and we're say they're going to hurt the SEC. They're not going to be competitive. That is the single most lucrative athletic department and athletic um, football brand in the country. I believe with the right leadership and the fact that they're in the league, Texas will get fixed quick, quick. And it's going to be to A&M's detriment, not to theirs. So I think it'll be a good marriage for them. They've been in a weird wilderness for the last 10 years. But as far as who they are, what they are, I think the fact they make more money than anybody tells you a vivid story.
So the SEC, like a shot of horse dewormer right into Texas's eyeball, sponsored incidentally by Fluow, Hawaii's strongest cold medicine. Question number uh, four. Yeah, that's right. Question number four. Sometimes I get ahead of myself. I need no masks out. this weekend. Yeah, I need, I need a uh, whole bottle. No masks this weekend. SEC sellouts. Rise in hospitalizations in the southeast. Should someone call an audible here, uh, or are we are we just going to uh, damn the torpedoes and see what happens? Look, I want to be in the stadiums as much as anybody. I really want to go to games. I want to celebrate. I want to high five. And I just went to a game the other day. I went to a Titans preseason game where they played my Chicago Bears, and it was wonderful. But it was empty-ish. You know what I mean? It was a preseason game, and I kind of felt okay about it because I knew if I wanted to get away from people, I could. I don't know, man. 100% stadiums with hospitals overflowing just doesn't seem responsible. I mean, let's just be honest. I know you have a business to run. I know there's revenue you need. You have a bottom line. I get it. I just don't think cramming people, especially like if you've been to these stadiums, you have no room. Yeah. Like you are crammed like a sardine. That can't be good. Even if you're outside, it can't be good as far as, you know, helping to stop the transmission of COVID. So I look, if I were the czar of college football, I'd make a universal rule. So nobody could fight me on it that we're not, we're not going We could go 50%, but we got to make sure social distancing is happening. Yeah. And that's also another good idea. A czar for college, uh, a super commissioner for college football yes. sp- uh, sponsored incidentally by drink tank, Washington's fund think tank question. Number five, big 12. Can they save it by adding BYU or is this essentially the Roseanne show without Roseanne? Are I think they, it's, they, yeah, it's the um, Connors essentially yeah. is what you've got left over. Um, you don't have the star Oklahoma and Texas are your stars. Those are the power programs, your revenue generators. The big 12 is set to lose at least 40% of its revenue per school. So that's going to be a massive setback for Baylor, TCU, Texas tech, Iowa state, Kansas programs like that. Do you add to add to make your league at least somewhat palatable? Maybe, you know, and if that's maybe true, Cincinnati, uh, would be a good place to start. I think right. Boise, BYU, uh, if you can get the Sunday thing figured out with them, they don't play Sundays. Um, those are all really good brands that we recognize as winners that matter that I think would only strengthen and help in Oklahoma State. Bottom line is they're going to be a have-not. They're going to lose a lot of money. Question 5B, is there any chance they steal – the likes of a Colorado or a Utah away from a Pac-12 that has decent television, but not fantastic. Maybe you rebuild and you get two fairly marquee programs, Colorado, at least in name, Utah in name and record. Uh, They're not huge television markets, Colorado better than Utah, but it would certainly prestigious. Can they go in and steal them away? No, there's no way because those leagues are – stable right now the pac-12 is stable why would you give up a guaranteed revenue stream when we're looking at like if those if those two names don't move the needle from a market standpoint then that that means from a negotiation standpoint they're not going to get much more money 
Right. And what's in it for them? You know what I mean? Right now, the Pac-12, even if it's not great, it's a lot better than what the Big 12 is going to be. So even if you'd rather be a Colorado matched up with teams that you're familiar with from years gone by, Oklahoma State, Kansas, et cetera, from a financial perspective, it would be suicide. And so they wouldn't do it. Can't take the chance. Sponsored by left-handed compliments. At least we're part compliment. Question number six. What are the odds you lose New Heisel to a new coaching job? Or is he finally happy just playing golf and speaking wisely in measured tones? What's the sense you get from your ESPNU full ride uh, partner? I think we'll see him in the USFL this spring is my I guess. So. I think so. I, I I know that league's coming back and he has not said anything to me on this except like cryptically early. He said that right. somebody had reached out to him. He doesn't say a lot to you generally, though. Really? Uh, no. You're a fan of the show. He doesn't. He just <laughs> he, kind of he chides you. Yes, a lot. <laughs> um, and we don't talk off the air much either. But my my <laughs> guess would be like sometimes we actually had a good summer. Like we were talking on the phone once in a while. And once the season started, he decided to be an ass to me again, um, which I guess feels normal and fine. Well, it so works. It works. Deny, yeah. Can't talk about our revenue stream. You don't want to deny that. Yes. But I think he uh, will be in the USFL. That's my gut. Well, then I expect to call the second he leaves. Incidentally, by OCDC, the most meticulous ACDC cover band ever. Question number seven. Playoff. <laughs> Is 12 teams going to fly? Will no. this happen? No. no. 12 teams is dead because of the Oklahoma-Texas thing. Uh, now, can we get to 12 teams eventually? Maybe. But is it rolling down the hill the way that it was? No. This was going to get passed in September. Had they have not had the Houston Chronicle leak the Oklahoma-Texas thing, we would have had a 12-team playoff agreed upon, voted on, done in September. The fact that it got leaked killed it. We've already seen Gordon wow. Gee say he's not going to vote on it um, because it stacks the deck for the SEC. The 12-team the, the model was six teams, highest conference champion, and then six at largest. And there was no cap or anything like that. Right. It right. sets up for SEC world domination. And everybody else is taking a step back and saying, we got to put the brakes on this. We might need to expand, but not with the current model. So I don't think it happens. Well, sponsored by Spineapple Juice. Drink away bad posture with Spineapple Juice. Question number eight. Who's your surprise conference or division uh, uh, this football season? And who's your surprise team? So is there a, a whole conference that maybe you think sneaking up, maybe in the group of five uh, or, uh, or, or division in uh, one of the major conferences well, that's popping that looks good to you? Yeah, I think the Big Ten bounces back. It had a weird year a year ago. Ohio State yeah. was itself, but Michigan was bad and Wisconsin was bad and Penn State was bad and everybody was kind of bad except for Indiana. It was like Ohio State, really good. Indiana all of a sudden becomes the darling, and that was it. Northwestern won their division on the other side. If that was any indicator of the way things were, and they were okay. They weren't great by any means. Right, right. Big Ten was weird. Jekyll and Heidi, I think they'll bounce back. I think it'll be normal. I think Penn State will be a 10-win team. Wisconsin will be a 10-win team. God knows what Michigan. They could even lose to Western Michigan, and Jim Harbaugh has to take another half pay cut uh, on Saturday, but – I think they'll bounce back as far as a surprise team. I think the story 
that we're talking about at the end of the year, and we have not seen them in the preseason top 25, but I think they finish in the top 10 is Liberty. Liberty, wow. the Flames, which is an independent. Um, great roster, lots of experience, good schedule. I think if they beat Ole Miss and that's Hugh Freeze's old team, it'll put them in the top 10. Uh, and I think they'll run the table. So Liberty's my surprise team. Well, although the campus on lockdown right now, the whole campus, uh, COVID lockdown. Yeah. Uh, that's trouble. So that uh, Hugh Freeze gonna have to, is going to have to fight through that. Uh, but, uh, well, they're playing an SEC team, and clearly the SEC could give a crap about COVID right now. So maybe the whole thing will fly. Sponsored, incidentally, by the Thunderburps, the Air Force belching team. And finally, question number nine. Is any new face cracking the, the what I still refer to as the final four in football uh, no. this year? No, it's, it's no chance. Be, no way. No, no hell. Uh, I think it's more of a formality this year than ever because Oklahoma is really good. Like usually there's like a fourth team, like a Notre Dame or Washington or Michigan state that can kind of be the darling of the season and get into the playoff and then get, you know, destroyed by 50 points by Alabama or Clemson. I don't think we have that because Oklahoma is really good. Bama or somebody from the sec will be there. Clemson will be there. Ohio state will probably be there. And then I think Oklahoma's defense being what it is and the way they finish, they might even be the favorite to win it all. So I think it's a four-team formality. It's going to be a fun playoff, but I think it's formality right. with those teams. So uh, if you're a fan of anybody else, look for having fun October 18, October 19, somewhere in there, and then pack it in. Sponsored, incidentally, by Roberta Flack Jacket. You're not killing me softly or loudly in my Roberta Flack Jacket. My guest today, the <laughs> talented and hilarious Chris Childers. Follow him on Twitter at Childers Radio and catch him every morning on Sirius Radio. It's ESPNU's full ride, all college sports, all the time. Say hi to New Heisel. I actually, in reality, worked the uh, 2002 BCS Championship weekend with him. Nice. Uh, he was with Ron. Thulin and I was out there uh, talking to drunk Buckeye fans. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. Uh, his album, What Was I Thinking? Streaming everywhere. The Play With Pain mugs up on jeffcesario.com. Go get yourself one of those. They're fun. If you want more of me this weekend, I'll be in Insult Corners, New York for the frustration phone toss. Last year's champ, Hella Franklin, was on with DirecTV customer service for 38 minutes when she heaved an Android 94 and a half yards to win it all but this year watch out for naomi campbell sponsored (laughs) by throwbacks the e-cigarette you light with a match this is chet waterhouse reminding you to play with pain